Hey, 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 it's your girl Cecilia and I'm back with another episode. Oh, I'm struggling with my allergies, so I have allergies with pollen, dust, and animal far. Anyway, it's okay, I'm keeping up with it. So today I'll be talking about me in particular, loving my body, loving who I am, and never allowing my body to be used but when people think of being used in a sense, I'm not referring only to where people just have sex with you or use it and then dump you. No, I'm talking about the whole thing, the whole picture where you don't necessarily have to have sexual intercourse, but just going out with someone and they just for nowhere either stop responding to you or cut you off or just cheat on you or do something that is always obviously going to hurt you and that is because your heart is also in your body that also affects your body so it's not only your vagina it's not only your penis it's not only those things that you think will be affected but it's also your heart your mindset your thoughts your emotions also get affected and that's part of your body because the body accumulates and takes part of everything so it's comparated with a lot of things so it's not just one so i promise myself from this day forward i will never allow someone to misuse my trust someone to take advantage of me regardless of what happens someone to come into my space and betray the norm that I know and betray the picture of what I represent or what I know of life. I don't allow anyone to just walk into my life and promise me the things that they can't keep and give me expectations that that they can't stand or the expectations that they can't hold and then just walk away or cheat or leave. And then I have to remain picking up the pieces. And sometimes it's not even remaining to pick up the pieces. Sometimes you gather the strength because God's grace is upon you. And you walk away, but your heart is inflicted with so much pain. And it's always the victim that gets so much pain, not the perpetrator. And then you have to go countless times to try to redeem back your heart. Find ways to make your heart heal. And sometimes it doesn't heal. Sometimes it takes forever. And then your mindset changes and you see the world a dark place. A place that you never even envision yourself. A place that you hear in other people's podcasts, other people's stories, social media. A place that you've promised yourself you'll never get to there. But unintentionally, you were placed there without your own accord. And I promised myself never to take myself there anymore. Because I've taken myself there so many countless times. And even the times where I knew that this is the one. That this is going to be different. I was still taken to that place. I promise myself never ever to accept anyone that comes. Just because they fall into this happy picture that I built in my head. Just because they seem too nice to be true. Just because they seem to have it all their shit together. Just because they seem to have this facade that I like and to fall in the place that I want them to be. I promise myself to be diligent, fastidious and pragmatic in whatever people that I choose to align with and the people that I choose to be close to. 
I promise myself I'll never take bullshit again for an answer. I promise myself that I am easy to forgive, yes, and easy to forget. But it shouldn't be a thing where they manipulate the fact that I'm too easy to forgive. I promise myself never to collect red flags and carry them in my backpack, you know. I promise myself the minute I see something is wrong, I walk away. I promise myself to heal and to heal and on my own pace, not on the pace that everyone in this world wants me to heal or the, or the pace that is given to everyone. I promise myself to heal according to how I want to heal and with doing the things that I want to do that will heal me. I promise myself to give myself space and time to reevaluate what I want, what I need, and what I envision for the future. I promise myself to be okay with whatever decisions I make when dating and it shouldn't be something that I'm forced to do. I promise myself that I'll take care of my body in a sense I'll take care of my heart because the heart is the vessel. When you darken it, it darkens the whole picture of your world, it darkens your future, it darkens everything around you. I will guard my heart because even in the Bible says guard your heart. I'll guard my mind so that my mind does not manipulate me. I'll guard my emotions and have emotional intelligence so that I can know what to do and what to do. I promise myself that I will not darken my place, darken my body, and leave room for happiness and joy. I promise myself whenever I ever get to be with someone else, I will never lose or forget what I used to do. That I used, I used to have fun and enjoy myself just for that I could please the person I'm with. So that every time they leave, I have to always slowly, slowly track what I used to love. I promise myself to continue being me, regardless of whatever happens in the person that I meet. Continue to represent me and being true to myself and living the life that I want to live. Because it's not, dating shouldn't be a prison or a cage. But dating should be expression, free expression of love and however how I want to love. I promise myself to communicate better and communicate more. To make everyone understand what exactly I don't like in life. And to listen more. And to be less controlling. Less controlling of how life should be and how things should turn out. Be more understanding. Be more loving and more caring. Understanding the individual difference that we all possess. Understanding that sometimes we can trip and fail, but doesn't mean that that's the person. Understanding that I cannot change a person. This is something I need to learn. Because I often tell myself, oh, I watch and I vision and I see red flags in the beginning. But I always tell myself this person will change. I sh- I'm telling myself right now, my love can never change a person. I don't have the ability to change a person, for I am not God. The person will change because they want to change. And by the grace of God, they'll be able to change if they want to change. So it is not my duty. It is not my duty to be a mother. It is not my duty to be something else. It's only my duty to be there, to serve, to love, and do whatever I can do. I can never change anyone. But it is my duty to love myself, to accept me for who I am, to love every flaws and everything about me whether perfect or imperfect for we are made we are made by the image of god and if god sees me perfect 
only you to say that I'm less. I promise myself to love myself even in good and bad days, especially the bad days where I don't want to wake up or dress up and just stay with my PJs, where I just don't want to see anyone, where I just want to be in my room, shut down from the world, where I feel like I don't have what it takes to be me. I promise myself never to... never to compare myself with what the world perceives me to be just because i am black and just because i'm tanzanian and just because i'm african i don't have to have a lower body extremities up and to be bigger downwards so that means to have like a small waist and have big butts and hips i don't have to be that way to perceive to be beautiful because that's what the world thinks and that's what even each other think especially when you're in a group with Africans. And if you don't have those extremities and don't have those, the, don't have that shape, we call it number eight, then you feel like you're, you are nothing or you're less beautiful. I don't allow myself to turn myself to turn beauty according to what people perceive as beauty, but according to what I perceive as beauty. I know that I'm beautiful. I know that I'm a child of God. I was created by God. Regardless, I am beautiful. Regardless of what shape I come in, whatever skin color that I come in, whatever image I present, I am still beautiful. I am still the person that needs to be the person that I am. I vouch to never, ever, ever compare myself with anyone else because regardless of what we bear, people are going through things that we never can imagine. And I never ever want to put myself in other people's shoes because I know I can never handle their challenges as well as they can never handle my challenges. Because everyone is given according to the proportion of what they can handle. So I don't want to be like Kim Kardashian and go through what she's going through. Neither she will she ever want to be me. It's okay to have mentors. It's okay to have role models. But don't want to be somebody else. Because at the end of the day, who is going to be me? Who is going to be Cecilia? Who is ever going to be me if I ever want to be somebody else? I need to love me and love to become me and even want to be better of me. Not because the world out there is trying to make us want to be somebody else. No, I don't want to bleach myself. I don't want to do surgery just to increase whatever body parts. I want to be me. I want to love me because this, I am unique. I have so much in the, in idiocracy. I have so much to give, so much that the world cannot give. I know we are like 7 billion people in the world. And although we are many, but I and you are different. We have all unique features and unique things that we can bring to the table that other people cannot have, despite the fact that we are many. So I want to bring me. I want to have me. I want to love me. I want to become me and better me every day and nobody else. This is why I never really say I want to become like that celebrity or that socialite or that person. No, I want to be me. I want to value me. I want to love me. I want to want to get to know me every day of my life till the day I draw my breath. Because I came a long way. I have fought battles that nobody has fought. 
I've been through situations that nobody has been through and I've been able to overcome it by the grace of God. So I know how it feels to be me. I know what my body can take and what cannot take. I know what my mind thinks when I'm down and what my mind thinks when I'm up. I know the cravings that I have. I know the bad side of me and the good side. I know when I have mood swings. I know when I'm sad. I know when I'm happy. I know when I'm jubilant. I know when I can do it and when I cannot do it. I know when I'm stressed, when I have anxiety. I know me. And I love me despite all the imperfection. I still love me. For God is made strong in our weakness. And I love me. I love the emotional part where I cry when I watch movies or series. Or when I hear something either nice or bad. I love the vulnerable side where I let myself to be vulnerable and cry. Because I never used to. Because I used to think you crying is for the weak. And that's what social norms tell us. But I allow myself to feel the pain and allow myself to listen to my body and hear what it says. If my if my heart is aching, I allow it to understand why is it aching? When did it start to ache? Why is my arm aching? Why is my arm like this? Why is my mind, mind corrupted? Why are my lips moving in a certain way and speaking ill or speaking positive things? What did I do right today? What did I do wrong today, tomorrow or yesterday? So I allow myself to appreciate myself. And I wake up every day and I might meditate on the word of God, knowing that God is my savior. I wake up every day and do affirmations and I speak upon my life that I'm a blessed child of God, that I have financial blessings that I'm capable and I can do it. The presence of God is with me. I speak about upon my life in my financials, my education, in my health, in my wealth. I speak it around the people that I'm around with, in my purpose, in my destiny, reminding myself that I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And my Lord Jesus Christ never fails, and for that reason, I shall never be a loser. I shall never be a failure. I can be a failure to other people, but to me, and to God, the Most High, I am never a failure. I allow myself to make, to be imperfect, to make the smallest, smallest, smallest mistakes. I allow myself to be the person that I want to be. And as I approach a new age coming soon, in two weeks' time, it's the first time I've ever loved the age that I am. I remember when I crossed when I was 20 I cried because I was like oh my god I'm getting older uh, I don't want the wrinkles and everything you know that's the representation we get from our society where it doesn't talk about the wisdom of an elder person but it talks about wrinkles because I grew in an era where um, surgery was kind of highlighted a bit um, and also a lot of being botched a lot of um, cosmetic surgery a lot of bleaching people not accepting their skin colors and i grew up in an intercultural and diverse community so i was always told i'm black and black wasn't beautiful but i'm grateful that my mom and i'm grateful that god gave me that spirit of loving me and wanting me but i knew it was really hard especially my younger sister she's more darker than uh complexion than i so it's kind of funny so we're three the older one is lighter i am a bit in the middle the chocolate one i think that's what they call and the younger one she's beautiful she has a beautiful complexion which i really love and admire so she she always used to not like it and i'm so sure it's because what they told her in school and she was like i don't like it. 
she, I don't like my color. And I remember my mom told her, no, your color is beautiful. So I'm grateful for my mom teaching us to accept what we are and who we are because we are beautiful regardless. So I applaud my mom and I applaud my sister for loving her color because it is the most amazing and beautiful color. And I'm grateful for the representation of the black beauty when you see Somalians and Ethiopian nowadays they're represented in the way they need to be represented. Although in my country Tanzania people want to bleach and what being lighter or being um, being white or whatever they want to say um, term it is better but I believe our color or skin color melanie is popping melanie is doesn't crack black don't crack and it's because of our mel we can look younger with our ages and i love my color i really love it and i don't want to ever be born into anything else and it's funny how the white race usually like they do turn themselves and want to seem darker like us and we want to be them so it's a is a subject in itself that kind of amuses me and confuses me in so many ways. But I love who I am. I love what I want to be. Despite all the remarks I got, because I am 27 in two weeks, 29th of April, I'll be turning 28. Every day I've been told about my color, my religion. I'm a Christian, but mostly it's my color. I've been walking into parks or taking the metro and I'll sit in a certain cabin and everyone, including the children, will walk away just because I'm black and I'm dirty. And because I'm black, I'm told I'm stupid and I'm foolish. And because I'm black, I'm told I cannot do anything. And because I'm black, I'm told that I'm a waste of time and a waste of space. And because I'm black, I am disregarded. And you can see it in a representation out there of objects where you have black, the coal that burns is black. Anything black is always termed as negative, and even the yin yang. Satan is termed as black. Everything that is bad is termed as black. But anything that is pure and amazing and beautiful is termed as white. But then I need to remind people we are not re- we are not black. We are brown. Black is black. Ne- There's never anyone who is ever black. We're brown. And we have so much to offer and give the world. If only we're allowed to. And we don't even need to be allowed. Because it's our world. We don't need to knock at the door. We're already at the front center. We're ready to the dining table. We're ready to give and serve. And this is to someone out there who's facing anything. Whether albino. Whether the rednecks. Whatever race or whatever you're going through. Redheads or whatever you're going through. This is for you just to love yourself. Because you're your own representation and you're amazing and beautiful the way you are. You are handsome the way you are. So this is not only for one base gender, this is for all the genders out there. And this is speaking to myself too, that you're amazing. So I can watch this every day, every, even the times when I feel low, when the f- times I feel like I'm plumping, the times when I have my hunched neck, which has been a problem since 2013 because of a poster I used to sit while reading. And it's been something, it's my first time talking about it because I'll be talking to people and I love talking. I'm very charming and I love networking. And people only look, stare at my hunch neck and they don't look at me. And you might wonder, how do I know that? I always like to keep the eye contact. 
I was always taught like that and it's for me it's respect and I just love to see your eyes and there's so much the eyes talk about and I have the really it's a gift I just can tell so much by looking into your eyes I can look at the depth I can see what is happening what you're missing what you're lacking what you're going through just by looking into your eyes and I'm grateful that I have this gift because I can read faces and other things that's just something that I used to and I read a lot of books and I used to do it for my because I used to be naughty so I used to want to know what my parents are doing and how I can just maneuver things so I got into it and then when the mask came in we were only left with the eyes so the whole face was hidden and I'm grateful that I could I could read just using the eyes <sighs> I'm getting emotional and this is by far the longest episode I've ever had to do but I love me and I have so I'm talking getting back to the hunch neck yeah people would only notice the hunch neck and it's funny even my family even my friends nobody has ever asked me about it nobody talks about it but they just look at it and I'm a person who doesn't shy away from it I would prefer if people walk up to me and ask me what happened but I don't like it when people constantly stare yes when we meet people we always stare at them the floor that I have but don't stare over time like literally five hours you just keep staring at it and it makes me feel uncautious about it, it makes me I mean if it makes me feel cautious about it and sometimes I always have to wear a scarf if I'm wearing a lower stuff or I just always make sure I have a pool neck to cover it and that's why sometimes I prefer winter because I can wear a jacket and you don't see it but usually during summer and spring then that's when I have to like uh loosen my outfits and I'm like oh my god we're back to this so I would love to accept who I am and work to accept the flaws that I have and I have flabby arms I've always had flabby arms and I make a joke when I say hello my flabby arm says hello with it I have huge thighs and I don't have a butt so I'm a chugger so for those who are in Tanzania you'll realize that chugger really don't really have a butt and I always have to be told that oh to be beautiful you have to have a big butt and it kind of got to me when I was younger growing up and sometimes gets to me when I go back home uh, I don't have hips, so I'll always be told I'm ugly just because of that. I have a fupa. Oh, my God. Fupa is the longest relationship I've ever had with anyone. Like, literally. Fupa has been with me since I was young. I don't remember the time my tummy was ever flat. Literally, if it ever gets flat, uh, praise to God. Because uh, it will only be God. Um, and I was always told about how my fupa is and i always joke about it being the longest relationship and i would love to reduce it so those are my flaws and i don't have perky boobs which everyone terms it that if you have perky that's when it's beautiful but i want to accept that i'm beautiful regardless of what the society norms and what the society portrays is beautiful because regardless of it i am brave and i've gone through so many things that i've been able to withstand this is the body that god gave me and this is the body i love and i appreciate so this is to anyone out there who's going through a lot of things things that you don't even talk about things that you don't even know things that you don't even understand this is for you and i love you guys and thank you for listening bye bye